0: So, we go to the third uh, uh, step now, to the giving and taking, which is the meaning of Tonglen, of the word Tonglen, and we will do it with one person, with a (coughs) specific person, someone you naturally care about, someone maybe who is in a crisis, who is struggling a bit just now. Many, of course, but uh, we we'll start with one, On mm-hmm. one, one person. So important here again is the mm-hmm. connection with your Buddha nature, your f- first step. And this time we will use a slightly different image and that is the symbol of the lotus and the diamond. So these are two traditional symbols which uh, symbolize your Buddha nature. And the lotus is symbolizing bodhicitta, compassion, kindness and the diamond is symbolizing wisdom, indestructible clarity. <coughs> So this is just another way, maybe, for you to connect with a sense of that there is something indestructible, uncorruptible, pure within you, symbolized by the diamond and the lotus. Equally important when we do this with, other people is that we realize that the same lotus and diamond is also in the heart of the person. So this changes the view you have on that person. Like nobody is lost forever or nobody is basically so destroyed that there's nothing much you can do. So there is like a sense of even in the biggest crisis the other person has the potential to grow within that and to heal. And sometimes we feel so overwhelmed because we feel hopeless. And that's because we see only a little we have just a little image of the person and we see just a certain period of the whole journey of this stream of consciousness with the other person is. We We just see this kind of one frame and then we identify with that and we think this is the person. So a meeting with another person is basically you could see it as like the meeting of two streams of consciousness dancing together for a while f- like for a glimpse which, is, which we call our life and both of these streams of consciousness which in this life manifests in this body and in the body of the other person both these streams they, uh, they carry or they are on the deepest level Buddha nature so the visualization will be like this we imagine the person in front of us Mm -hmm. and we really feel that we are in the same space which in a way you always are in the same space with all the people you know and then we will reconnect with our buddha nature and we will also have a glimpse of the buddha nature in the other person symbolized by the lotus and the diamond. Then you will feel into the struggle of this person and this you might feel some resistance there, you might feel that your mind want to go somewhere else. So what we try to do in that step is kind of to walk in the shoes of that person. Like how, what kind of worries might this person have? How, how, how does this person feel in her crisis, in his crisis? So you walk in the, in the, <clears> in the shoes of that person. You get a sense of, that's called Empathy. You get a sense of how this person feels. But again you don't do it in a way that you will traumatize yourself or that you go, to go overwhelmed. So it's again like more of being grounded and being connected with your Buddha nature and as far as you can go and hold the pain you go. until at one point in this practice you will be actually able to make that problem your problem. And you will be able to dedicate your whole resources to that person. Like your whole resources. As if it's yourself. Like your money, your time, your, your territory. I mean, you really let the person into your territory. And of course, just now, we don't have the capacity to do that. And it's healthy that we have some resistance there and that we want to have a boundary. And we we don't want really... I mean, we don't, except maybe it's your children, we don't really want to make the problem of another person our problem. And that's normal. So that's why in the beginning, so that it does not become overwhelming and it stays genuine we go as far as we can go but then what we give then is genuine and that's good enough because the other way to let another person like to take a homeless person into your into your flat you know like an alcoholic it can destroy your life it's too much you might not be able to cope with that. So maybe for us, we are in a state when we meet an alcoholic, homeless person outside, maybe our practice is at least not to ignore that person. That's already a lot. Not to ignore. I mean, not even doing anything. like, <clears throat> no, yeah? But not to ignore that person. That's already a lot. So and then we imagine, uh, and we will take uh, some time for focusing on the in-breath, we imagine to take the struggle from that person away. Yeah? And you could, you could imagine the struggle mm-hmm. and the pain of the person as a kind of black smoke with which each in-breath you kind of like cigarette smoke. you. You, you kind of, you take it, you, 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 you suck it towards you, yeah? you suck it towards you. And it gathers in front of you. It's a little ball. <coughs> and then at the end of the practice uh, we say something like, okay, if I could I would take this pain upon myself. Hmm. Before that, before you do that, you again uh, establish yourself as your Buddha nature. So this is important to realize that in the practice of Tonglen, it's not the little anxious me which takes on the pain. The little anxious me can't take the pain. But what can always take the pain and which what will never be destroyed and what can transform the pain in this world is your Buddha nature. Or is the Buddha nature. It's not your Buddha nature. No, there is no owner of the Buddha nature. It's the Buddha nature. That can take all the pain in this world. So, and then, we will, uh, for a a short time, with the out-breath, focus on the giving. So, we give to that person what is needed. And we see, and when you give, in the practice of Tonglen, what is important is that you see the person actually changing. So, in the same way, when you did it with you, you, yourself, as a child, you see the child changing. So you kind of, you change the mental image you have of that little child, which is all there is, because that child does not exist anymore. All there is, is the mental image of the child. So you change that. So in the same way, you change the mental image which you have of that person, which might be, oh, it's hopeless, I mean, he's so lost, and there's no nothing I can do and so that kind of uh, image you have of that person you change that into seeing uh, seeing him receiving what you have to give and seeing her changing. And then in the end of the practice we take a few moments to again confirm the symbol of the Buddha nature in both of us, and we create a kind of bridge from the Buddha nature in your heart to the Buddha nature in that other person. And there's a sense of that you are not really separate people, that by working with the pain in this way, you work with our pain, the shared, pain, the shared pain, the the pain we share as human beings. So then, from there, we will not go there uh, before the break. From there, then you go into the fourth, fourth step, into the widening, into the to the inviting more people, not only one. Yeah, so there's variations of this. So this is just one way and now we do this experiment. So you don't need, you don't need to take it serious. You just follow along and maybe then you get lost and then you return a bit. So this is not like a one time shot, yeah. So it's more like it's more like now starting to get a sense of how you could do it and then and then maybe there's something useful and then you can integrate this in your practice. So it's not like okay, you do it and then something has to happen. It's it's more like okay, learn, learning something, like faking it in a bit. Yeah, so it's not a big deal.
1: Shall we then imagine in our heart like a lotus flower with, with this diamond?
0: Yeah. So I will I will lead through the practice. Okay. Yeah. So that's. Uh, but I mean, if this is like. Too complicated for you, or you can't connect with uh, the lotus and the diamond, and you can also use the Buddha image again, or you can just see some light. Yeah, like maybe that's for some people easier to connect with an experience. But try first to uh, connect with this uh, lotus and the diamond. And then if you feel it's too too much or you can't connect, then you just leave it. Can I also ask a question? Yeah. I wonder, for example, if I want
1: to choose someone, for example, my partner, and I feel <coughs> that I would like to help him, but at the same time, he's kind of causing imbalance in me. Mm. Is that, does that mean I should think about someone else, because I have diffi- more difficulty trying or that nature? Is
0: yeah. It- yeah. Uh, it would be probably difficult to find a pe- person who does not in- create any imbalance. I know uh, one. <laughs> you know one, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, maybe for this kind of exercise now mm-hmm. maybe it's good to choose someone where there is not this imbalance oh. coming, yeah? But um, like when you do this practice uh, by yourself and you want to do it with a person like this, then you go back to the first step and to the second step. So you go, uh, so you, you, you keep that person, but you focus on self-care and self-compassion and, and your Buddha nature. and then, And then you stay that, and then you just... And from that, then you touch that person a bit, and then you go back, and then you touch that, like 10 seconds, and then you go back. It's good that you, uh, I mean, what you just described is exactly what I said before, how another person, um, you called it imbalance, it's a good way to put it, how another person creates this imbalance, which has to do with myself, with my condition. So that's also, uh, in this meditation now, it could be when you do uh, the Tonglen, um, that, that you feel it's too much. And, and then it's, uh, it's important that you let go a bit. So you let go of the object and you take, you take some, some space to take refuge again, to connect with the Buddha, to connect with the to connect with the care for yourself and for your feelings also you no know, when you do that also in contact in contact with your partner like let's say you are actually in a situation where another person creates imbalances in you reactivity in you actually taking care of your imbalance in that moment also to a certain extent extent takes care of the imbalance in the other person because you are so connected. So it's not like self-centered, it's not selfish. You can actually do it as also as a gift. Like you could you could say, oh wait a moment, I take care of this by taking care of myself. And I can so I can I take care of this of the relationship by taking care of what is happening in me knowing that we are not separate and if I take care of that part in me I also take care of you (coughs) whereas if I try to take care of you and getting more and more imbalanced then I add to the pain so it will also get worse for you so by taking not care of me it will also get worse for you. This is helpful in any kind of (coughs) difficult uh, relation where you are difficult moment in in a situation where you feel helpless, where you feel I, I don't know what to do here, it's like it's too much. What you always can do is to take responsibility for your feelings and take care of that, knowing that you are not really a separate, isolated thing from the other person. So what you give to yourself, to a certain extent, you also give to the people who you are in contact with.
1: I take care of myself. The people around me are very stressed out and reactive towards that. They feel threatened. To, That's to a
0: tricky one. Uh, yes, but the other option would be uh, to add your own stress and your own anxiety to the, into the into the situation. If you don't take care of it. Yeah,
1: yeah then it will so, become. Worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
0: so I, you are not you, you are not God. I mean you, 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 you are not uh, you're not responsible for for well you can't control but what you can control is the way you take care of yourself. Yeah. That's something you you can do. Mm. So it's already I mean it's all, in general it's already a lot not to make a situation worse. that's a lot. Mm. Because that's what we usually do. We make the situation worse through our own reactivity. Mm. So if you don't make a situation worse than it is, Mm. that's already a lot.
1: Mm. And and in that position, if I stay in that position uh, to take care of myself, I must be able to handle them shooting on me. Because that is
0: yes, you you can you work with your own feelings. Yeah, that's what you can work with. Yeah,
1: and if they seem like it's threatening, that is my not, not my pro, uh, problem. Uh, mm-hmm. If I have done the best I can for this, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so let's do a little experiment with this. (coughs) So if you first reconnect and check in, doing? How is it for you to be here just now? So with the in-breath you slide and you welcome yourself. And with the out-breath let go of expectations and struggle. Maybe you are a bit tired by now. And that's fine. It's not a problem. You don't need to fight with that. Just let things be as they are. That's the most important thing. That you invite yourself to be a little more easygoing with this, with this moment. A little little bit more flexible and accepting. So you soften your belly and your shoulders. Take away, let go of pressure. So and then, I invite you to, in a a gentle way, with not so much focus, uh, you breathe gently into your heart, or you breathe in and out from your heart. You bring your attention a bit more into the heart area. Not so much the physical heart, but what is called the heart chakra in the center of your chest more the energetic center of your chest. And there in the, imagine the lotus, fresh, with the fragrance, which ascend a scent of with a scent of compassion and love symbolizing your goodness and in that lotus there lies a diamond, a sparkling crystal clear, powerful diamond which is symbolizing your wisdom. And from that lotus and that diamond radiates powerful healing light and you know that This diamond, this lotus is indestructible and can transform anything. then you let go a bit of that, you keep it with a part of your mind, you keep it there, knowing that you can always return to that which is always present. And you invite the person you want to work with. So you, wa- you, you imagine, you feel how you are in the same room with that person, say quietly his or her name. And then you feel, you see, that in the heart of that person there is a lotus and a diamond, just just as in your heart. and then you take some time to feel into the struggle of this person what are the feelings, what are the worries, the thoughts so you walk into You walk in the shoes of that person for a few minutes. And you might only be able to touch it a bit. So you keep also the connection with the groundedness in your body and the connection with your Buddha nature. And you imagine those struggles, the difficult feelings, as a kind of black smoke which is all over the person. (coughs) And you connect with your wish person might be free. And then with the next in-breaths, you imagine that you suck out that black smoke of suffering, like a dark cloud coming towards you. See how that person suddenly feels a bit relieved, not knowing why it is happening. So, while you suck the suffering of that person, bringing it closer to yourself in the form of a black cloud or black smoke. Stay aware of the <coughs> lotus and the diamond in your heart. So you allow the suffering form of black smoke, black cloud, together in front of you. You firm, the connection with the lotus and the diamond. And then with one of the next in-breaths, You breathe in that black cloud. And as soon as it touches the diamond and the lotus, it gets destroyed. It gets destroyed. It gets transformed into light by the lotus and the diamond in your heart. So you breathe in the black smoke. Soon it is touching the diamond and the lotus that it gets destroyed to disappear forever. Destroyed by the power of love, transformed by the power of your Buddha nature. And then from the diamond and the lotus in your heart, with your out-breath, with the next out-breath, you start to give. You could imagine it is like a cloud of a beautiful, loving scent, a beautiful fragrance going towards your friend, or some healing light, bathing your friend on the lotus in your heart, on the diamond in your heart. And see how your friend is changing. him or her becoming radiant, healthy, safe and happy. Then bring your attention to the diamond and the lotus in the heart of your friend, of that person, which is now even more clear, more powerful. And see that friend, that person shining, radiant, just like you. And suddenly there's this burst of light, like a bridge, a bridge of light from the heart of that person to your heart. The light of bodhicitta, the light of freedom and safety, the light of healing. Breathe into the bridge of light between two hearts. Melt into becoming one, breathing into one heart, (coughs) and breathing out healing. Then with the next out breath you let go, just resting in whatever arises now, whatever you experience, letting this moment be.